1: lightness and heartfelt
0: shares we are so grateful today to have our iguana sister helena isabel matos as our last guest of this season the untaming sensuality it's exciting and helena has a lovely story and a very interesting story from a job of in a high prestigious in you institution to becoming an Akashic record reader and all that in between. So we are so looking forward to hear all of of that. But first of all, welcome, Helena. We're so happy you're here.
2: Thank you, Miguel and Sam. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today and to co-create something together and share stories thank you so much
1: I don't know about you but I'm already feeling the sacred space just by being with Helena here all together Um, and listeners just before this call which is going to be a little bit around um, feminine rituals we actually had our own ritual of pulling some cards. Uh, Some really interesting words came forth. And um, yeah, it just feels like a very, very special
0: space between us. It does indeed. And we're going to dive immediately into it. So Lena, would you tell us about your spiritual awakening a little bit?
2: Okay. So since I was a child, I'm live very much in my own world, although I have a sister, but we were, and we are very different. So my mother, a few years ago, out of the blue, she said to somebody, oh, you know, and I still remember you playing alone and speaking with the walls. And I thought, oh my God, you know, just like, wow. And then it makes sense. Like, yeah, I did have my imaginary friends, which might not be so imaginary after all. So through her words, it's almost like she connected me to where my connection on this earth was coming from. So from from the spirit, basically. And also that came with some struggles in a sense that harmony is really important for me, union. And obviously, we do and life goes on with challenges and um, sometimes conflicts, which really... Were really painful for me to be around and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know like big trauma things which you know thank god i never had that in my childhood or doing um adult life um, but it was always very i felt really unsafe around those so i started going into a mode of you know if i do everything that i'm expected to do and if i behave well I did my part to keep the harmony. So disconnecting with my career, you know, like in school, I would behave well. I studied, I got a job Then I wasn't happy. I got another job and I studied pharmacy. Um, I got another job, which we didn't have a career. I wasn't particularly happy because life was, challenging emotionally. So I had a long time boyfriend for five years. We broke up. Um, My job was not really fulfilling. We didn't have a career. Um, There was not big prospects. Then a friend of mine, a colleague from work said, you know, we should just apply to the European institutions in London because they are, you know, recruiting lots of people. They need help, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, I'm not sure I said, I'll oh, go on let's do it together, you know, at the time everything was by hand, so we had to fulfill like 20 pages of an application form. Um, and there we go, we did, we did that together, and then you get to a stage where okay prepare for the interview studied everything in 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 English, I was living in Lisbon at the time um I bought my own place so budget was just really in existence really struggling like friends calling me do you want to go to a cinema and I was thinking I have no way that I would give five euros to go to a cinema you know so all these things so life was really I was really constricted in my being um so studied English just um study English like for the interview preparing Just with that idea, you know, I cannot just go there and not even be able to say a sentence. It's not my main language at all. Um, Anyway, I went to the interview, apparently things went okay, and I was called. So when they called me, um, I just immediately said yes. And I didn't really know what I was saying yes to. Because all of a sudden, I saw myself in a foreign country. Yes, doing a job that I would um, hope I would be doing, you know, recognized work where you'll be recognized by your work with a career. And I completely forgot that all my support system was going to stay in my country, my friends, my family. And I saw myself alone and working like long, long, long hours in a world that we know to succeed. We very much need to use our masculine energy, you know, in that. So I went in that system with a very strong will of succeeding. Succeeding in a way of at least let me know how to do what I'm expected to do. It's not even ambition to become manager or something. I never had that. But it was more like, at least this is what I meant to be doing, so I want to do it well. And obviously I wasn't nourishing myself enough. Um, And after a few years, my family here, my core family, so my grandparents, my two grand aunts, which were unmarried and for me was, they were um, like grandmothers, they passed away. And being far when your most loved ones pass away is really difficult to the point I didn't even realize how much was going to transform me. Um, And it did transform me. I felt like my whole world was kind of ripped apart. So all that masculine energy that would keep me going at work, all of a sudden was just swipe away. And I saw myself in front of the computer and not being able to look at the screen more than one hour and a half and I would be completely out. So I saw myself, I needed to ask for help and I did ask for help. Um, I did ask for help. I did uh, went into depression mode, which if I look back um, was grieving, was pure grieving. A huge massive part of me was, uh, went, with them, so that love had to be transformed. And to be honest, I didn't have the support I needed from the conventional way that you help people. They always put labels, so you are depressed, you are exhausted, um, you have a burnout, and no one really tackled the fact that the griefing was really, really deep in my being. So then in the same year, Um, I went to Thailand for a 10-day retreat on my own, on a place that just everything was natural. So I saw an osteopath. um, I went in a program which was Renew and Relax, you know, all these amazing massages close to the sea in a Thailand island, just really to relax. So when I went there, uh, the osteopath would, would do like an interview and say, you know, why we are here. So I told her. And she said, As the way I described my love and the grieving I was feeling, she said, I don't know how you feel about spirituality, but we have a spiritual, a spiritual counselor here. Maybe you want to see her. And you know that transformed um, the way I saw these life challenges because she told me it's supernatural that you feel like that. You know, you didn't have time to say goodbye to your loved ones, you were away, you were far. Um, And she opened me the door to the spirit world. And ever since there's been a beautiful journey as since then. So I've met really amazing spiritual teachers that I'm still in contact with. And I started seeing life in a very different um, perspective. Just the body, You know, we have much more inside of us, we are always very connected, and we can do amazing things if we operate from that energy on on earth.
1: Thank you so much for sharing that powerful epiphany, actually. Um, It's incredible to hear the journey that you were on and where you are now as a result of it. Um, And we know that also a lot of your experience is around receiving and honoring the Divine Feminine. And we're curious, like how how do you do that, Helena?
2: Uh, I do it with a very simple things, like for example, I do that a lot naturally through nature. You know, when you look at the flower, you see the beauty in the flower, and there was a small seed which might have been brought by a bird. It fell there. And you know, with the conditions, water, the sun, it just grows in a beautiful flower. And connecting with that beauty that the earth brought to you, you connect very quickly to your heart and to your nurturing, loving energy that you have inside of you, which for me is very much representative of the divine feminine that beauty, that sensuality that comes with the beauty. You know, the body, the shape of the flower is our own as well. So that really connects me with, um, with the divine within, the feminine divine within.
0: Well, when you say that, it's just like shivers all over my body. We're talking about these rituals, right? And, and Sam introduced a little bit the rituals. So is that some kind of ritual that you do to connect with your divine feminine?
2: That's something that comes very uh, natural when I'm in nature. And when I say nature, you don't have to go to a forest to do that. You can just walk on the street and if you, you know, all cities even have the flowers that the the councils put there and you can connect with that throughout your day. You don't have to do anything, any specific activity to connect with that. Some people can call it mindful, you know, practices. For me just stopping pausing and looking at that and get the beauty out of nature to see our natural beauty as well in that sense there's other things that i do more intentionally like when we have a full moon you can put the crystals that you know are more connected with you or you can even be stones that you you know pick up on a beach that they tell you something and you can charge them outside on the moonlight um, and that they will keep you safe, and they could nurture you in, in in situations where you feel more challenged. So those are the most intentional ones that you can do with the with the cycle with the cycle of the day, the moon, and yeah.
1: You know, as you're speaking, I find myself wanting to get closer in because <laughs> it feels like so sacred the space that you create, and just even the tone of your voice. It's very intimate and very safe. (laughs) And it creates just this immediate bond, Helena. And I'm curious around this ritual thing. What are the benefits in terms of well-being in rituals?
2: For me, it's really, it nourishes your soul, which way you, through, you know, a clear mind, you get insights of how you can be uh, living in your best self or your full potential um you feel very much more balanced connected can connect very easily through the rituals connecting with the earth just underneath your feet connecting you know with the heavens to the corner of your head and and the center is you know it's always here in the heart is you know there are simple things when when someone calls you you don't, you, usually we say who me and we put automatically the hand on the heart. When someone calls us and, and we say who me, we don't put the you know the, the hand naturally on the head. No one does that, it's, it's automatically here. So there's an innate wisdom in all of us that we know where our, the center of our being is and it's in the heart center. So all these rituals for me, it just bring us back to the heart um, so for me it's an, an, a union of the divine feminine with the divine masculine I cannot see one without the other and I think we are living in times where the divine masculine you know like what I was saying my journey until here it's much more present Um has been associated more with a different type of energy in terms of succeeding in with goals with Numbers, things very tangible. So we need to bring the divine feminine to reawaken, to reinstate the divine feminine in all of us, men and women. Um, can you imagine the how impactful can be um, a man in this world, which has been, you know, which has his divine energy, feminine quite awakened, that will be one of the most powerful things and and I think it will pass by the transformation of this world to educate boys to have this um, balance between both energies.
0: I'm very curious if you could actually elaborate more on that new world like how would that look like what could that impact be and look like.
2: Well, for me, I'm very much uh, I have some people call it, which is like, it's very utopic and very idealistic to have a world where we have all equal rights. Um, not only, I'm not even going beyond, you know, race and, oppor- and different opportunities. It's it's really basic things that we have in all races, which is gender. And when you you, you work, I think we all have been um, exposed to that. There's, there are different opportunities for men. Especially in higher positions, um, career-wise as well. So there's um, the imbalance created gives less opportunities for women. Or the 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 successful women we see, they are usually very much um, focused on their success. You know, like fitting in the how society is built. So, they need to have a very strong masculine energy to be able to get to the same level of, you know, a guy doing the same job. And we know that they need to show three or four times better results than a guy. And this is the truth, unfortunately. So, for me, the ideal world will be we are all treated as humans, no matter the gender we have, help each other. We all have different skills and really have a world where we are truly all equal and give equal opportunities. I don't, to be honest, I don't know how that looks like, but for me, it's very much, it's heart driven, is based on love, mutual respect. So it doesn't matter if we are women or men, really, in that sense, nor other orientations at all. You know, that's just, for me, that's just constructs that the universe brings upon us for us to get to our life lessons that we need to uh, learn as a soul in in this human body
1: so beautiful and so much is resonating right now (laughs) and i'm even wearing a t-shirt with imagine on it and hearing all these like beatles songs and you know so much around free love and um coming from the wholeness that is our masculine that is our feminine energies um, and you speak to it in such a grounded and humble way. And I think that's what really makes the message feel real.
0: And to add to that, I feel very much that finding first the balance within us, you know, that masculine and feminine. So starting the work and doing the work ourselves, that's where the change starts always.
2: So I think
1: Absolutely. So Helena, on a personal level, what makes your heart smile these days?
2: it does what makes my heart smile is really basic things in life like I said the flower I've recently started planting vegetables and it really warms my heart the seed I've put after a week 10 days I start seeing a very small beautiful sprout coming out that's joy that's pure life in its basic form um if it's it really makes my heart smile to dream about um, the co-creation that will happen in the retreat center that I'm building. Because, as you both know, you know after twenty years, twenty-one years of my career, then things developed as my spiritual journey started to develop as well, and I really wanted to do something which was um, meaningful to me in the sense that there's no more separation between what's work what's weekend it's just something that i express myself continuously something i can offer which is not doesn't require preparation it's who i am it's what i do and the other way around as well is who i am so i was very much called to awaken a land of my ancestors so in this small village in portugal um, so I left London two years ago and I moved here where my grandparents used to live. So that, that um, place of that source of that love I spoke earlier. And um, there's no one alive here anymore from, from my family. And I came here and I've, I'm pursuing that dream. So basically the infrastructures are being built and it does really make my heart smile to think how much um, we can co-create in that space. So this, is, this has helped me to overcome many challenges of coming back to a country that I don't recognize anymore, um, to a bureaucracy which is linked with having all these things set up and ready, building works, licenses. So it's the thought of, okay, focus what's important. Important is what? You together with other people through this place can really come and create here. So that keeps me focused and and really focusing what's important, which is really that. Yeah.
1: I'm getting super excited here because we are gonna be the first people in your center, right, yeah.
0: Helena? Yeah, <laughs> you goodness. are. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Yeah, me too. But it's so touching to hear that, like, that you are actually living your calling right now. Mm. So inspiring.
2: I must, I must confess, it's not easy because you get very much caught up in these admin, admin things, which were very different. I was working in a very uh, structured environment. So I could be creative in a way there within those rules, and here, it's almost like there's no rules. You just see how things work and they are not very organized. So <laughs> the challenge has been, how can I keep in my center of my being, which is also that center, how can I keep in that focus on the dream of what can be created there to keep me going and help me to overcome all these challenges from the particle and our main things. And this is an ongoing journey, definitely, because it's it's not from, I'm 46 now, it's not from one day to the other in two years that my whole system can operate in, in a different way. So yeah, it's been interesting.
0: <laughs> so what rituals help you to keep that center?
2: Well, well that with nature. So I do, I, as you spoke at the beginning, I recently found one of those natural things that will come and come to me, which is the Akashic records. And I did already some sessions sitting there in the land underneath the trees. And you feel an expansion of your energy when you connect with nature, very different. So you feel very balanced, very centered, very awake to your being, to your feminine uh, sides, the way I see it is very embodied, much beauty around, very central in your being. Uh, You're very aware of the emotions you're feeling in that moment, and very clear with your mind, which is very much you know, where the insights come from, where you need to have fully trust and allow that union of the masculine and the feminine to come together. And this is obviously when when things are balanced. When things are unbalanced, rituals are really important to me as well. I had a situation recently which really triggered me lots of old patterns, very, you know, very strong, very uh, things coming from a very raw place not with a lot of divine feminine in it to be honest and so the way what I did to come back to myself I do lots of salt baths so the salt is something that takes negative or less positive energy from your being and I I do lots of that for my own self-care and to bring me back to the center So salt baths, then you can use rose petals, you know, when they start going a bit off, use the rose petals there, a bit of lavender oil and some candles, and you know, 20 minutes, 21 minutes, and you're fully reset. You can also bring, sometimes I do that, some mantras, which can be very easy, you know, I am beautiful, I am whole, I love myself, you can, and, and that showers your cells as well. So it's, it's what I do to come back to, to myself most of the time. And if needed, sometimes like the past three days, I did one soft per day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, in doing that, you bring others back to their selves too. I'm remembering actually some advice you gave me when I was going on a travel that was a little bit nervous about And you said, well, why not create a little altar when you arrive, you know, bring a photograph, bring, you know, an essential oil, stuff that really makes you feel safe, play some music, create a playlist. And I did, and I can tell you that was so grounding for me because I put some things in place that helped me to create that safety even though I wasn't in what felt like a safe space. Um, So yeah, you're just, (laughs) you're evoking that in people, Helena.
2: Oh thank you. Yes. Uh, I mean, altars have been really and when I say altars, it just you know, it, it just bring two or three things that really, as you say, you know, that bring you safety, that make your heart open as soon as you see them, which now I can tell you here, it's that photo of she's a, an Indian saint which I really connect with. And this was given, this um, tree of life was given by one of my spiritual teachers. And when I have them both, and sometimes I have them here as well, there's a melting. There's kind of, if you have any resistance to something you need to do um, and take care of, looking at that, there's there's an automatic energy coming from that as you were saying, Sam, that make you feel safe, grounded. It's almost like a relief, like, it's okay to feel like that, not pushing it away, um, which I did for many years, you know, pushing not so good emotions away and bringing that and it's all okay. And that's how balance can be achieved for me. It's really embracing all of it.
0: Oh, that's lovely.
1: Helena wow that's all I can say it feels like a little miracle to have you on our podcast (laughs) to use that word that came up in our card um, at the beginning of our ritual so much wisdom so much genuine love and insight and yeah I can't even begin for once to put more words to it thank you so much for being here today and we're not quite
0: done are we again no, because there's a little surprise for you now mm. our wildfire round
1: are you ready for the wildfire round helena oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> wildfire i love that oh my god my heart is smiling i will add that to the list <laughs>
0: Wait. Wait until you see what it is.
2: Oh my, okay, okay. I'm ready.
1: It's really simple actually. Okay. You are just going to have two choices. You've got five questions and you just pick one or the other. Okay. Ready to play? Ready. Question 1.
2: Mhm.
1: Portugal or USA. That's difficult Portugal. <laughs>
2: uh i tell you what my mind went like oh my god adventures you will get a lot in the u.s and the other side was like you need your work and service to humanity is in portugal at the moment so that's why i got like part of me is like oh u.s part was like okay portugal you need to be here for the moment yeah Mm. feels like
1: you got a foot in both camps
2: Mm. question two stillness or movement definitely stillness (laughs) that was mcgain's prediction yes (laughs) yeah i movement for me comes with it's almost like micro movements so you can be in stillness and you can really invite a micro movement for example in your spine that change and shifts all your vibration so I prefer that naturally which doesn't mean if you put me a live music I cannot dance like a you know a crazy witch around the fire
1: <laughs> we know we've seen it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Mary Magdalene or Cristiano Ronaldo
2: Oh my god that's very difficult I go with Mary Magdalene <laughs> Really on that question?
1: <laughs> okay. Now's when it gets a little bit more fiery. Okay. Yoni sunbathing. Okay. Or yoni steam.
2: Yoni steam. That was decisive. Not sure why, but yeah.
1: Okay. And for our final question, the last question of the final wildfire round of season two. (gasps) Soft touch or wild thrust?
2: Soft touch. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's because I really, one of the qualities I like to bring, it's gentleness because the, the fiery, it comes more easily for me. And I think it's because of being so exposed to that. Also genetic, fiery. Uh, And I think what brings me, I'm sure what brings me balance is that gentleness, that softness that really makes me to be more expansive in my being. The other one feels very constricted. So, and I know it very well. So I like to invite things I'm not so much comfortable with.
0: And thank you so much for bringing all of that today. You know, you have brought all the sides of you, the gentleness, the softness, the very authentic you and the honest and, and really very much thank you for, for being an inspiration always to, to being true to ourselves and to who we are. Thank you.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you both. You are really an inspiration but what you have been co-creating together and your energy works so well it's so you make it so natural yeah I felt like we just went for a tea together and we were just chatting and we've just made available these to others and the inspiration came truly from you um, and I am so very grateful for the work you've been doing really you're just both amazing beautiful extraordinary sisters of the heart really thank you so much Likewise. we love you I love you both very much.
1: Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast.
0: Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday
1: for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.